When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to No Filler. I'm Quentin. And I'm Travis. And we're kicking off the first What You Heard of 2022 with a brand new single from Spoon. This song is called Wild. I was reminded every measure, riding trade winds, buried treasure. I got on fine with modern living, but must I be? Such a season And the world Still so wild Called to me I was lost I've been kept On my knees Trippers and laskers They surrounded me All I'm describing Spoon song. Much like the ones before it, but always different. And always great, dude. Always great. Always great. I really feel like for for us, it's just, we just love these dudes so much, man. Like, they really, they can do no wrong in my book, dude. They've been a constant in our musical lives for, I mean, it's got to be knocking on 20 years, you know, for sure. Yeah, dude. Which Which is crazy. Kill the Moonlight was the first one. And that came out in 2002 because I remember seeing them perform The Way We Get By on, you know, the late night circuits. So they were touring for that album, dude. Yeah, it was either Leno or Conan is my guess. But yeah, um, there's always going to be Spoon. It seems like they're just never, they're never going to stop, you know. They're never going to stop. Brit and Jim, you know. As long as that pair can stick with it, they're always going to be writing awesome music together because I, I mean i might be wrong about this but i'm pretty sure the other members are not the members that were on the kill the moonlight no i don't think any of them are left except for jim of course jim and Britt. yeah i think you're right so there you go so they've got a, a new lp coming out next month called lucifer on the sofa Ooh, dude what a dope name for a rock record man i can't wait man like that that first single that we heard couple months back hardest cut the hardest cut that's such a great song dude mm-hmm. i love that song and here's another cool thing 
The producer is Mark Rankin. So he's worked with Queens of the Stone Age, mm. among others. But most importantly, he was the recording engineer for Silent Alarm. Okay. Lock Party. Hello. Dude, that's all right. Which I love the sound of that record. You got my attention. So was he was he involved with Songs for the Dead? No, he did Like Clockwork and Villains. So they're later records. Well, here we are, Q. The first What You Heard of 2022. This is our beloved, at least we like it. Maybe, who knows? Maybe nobody else likes it, but... I don't think we're the only ones, dude. We've, we've had some some uh, listeners reach out with appreciation from a song that they heard on one of our Whatcha Heard episodes. So true, true. I think people are digging it. Yeah. So this is our monthly mixtape, is what we like to call it. We each being five tracks from any decade, any genre, and that's it, man. The only kicker is it has to be songs that we've been listening to lately, Yes. Songs that we heard in between recordings. That's why it's called What You Heard. What You Been Heardin'. What have you heard? It's been a full year now that we've been doing the, the What You Heard episodes. We started it in 2021, and we did a full calendar year. So that's cool. That's kind of cool. So this is the anniversary, dude. True. That's true. Yeah. If you listen to older episodes, we used to do a What You Heard segment at the end or at the beginning, depending on when you... Which episode do you listen to, I guess? Right. Depending on how far back you go in our catalog. Dude. Yeah. We would each play one song and it just didn't, you know, it, it would always just feel just out of nowhere. And like, we used to have it at the beginning of the episode. And like, if you tuned in because you wanted to hear us talk about the record, you may have to wait 20, 30 minutes sometimes before we even started talking about the, the band that the episode's about, right? Because we had our What You Heard segment just slapped on in the beginning. So it just never felt right. Yeah. I just felt like I was missing out on like... You know, I have so many songs I would like to share. I only get to pick one. Yeah, to pick one. Yeah. So yeah, this has been this has been fun, and um, we're just gonna keep keep doing it. I look forward to it every month, dude. Yeah, totally. And I'm super excited about this one because our last What You Heard episode was November in November because we dedicated all of December to our best of 2021, all of our favorite tracks of the year. Yeah. So we've been, you know, this these songs have been just sitting waiting and uh you know it's been curated to the best five dude you know yeah and i've been changing mine up dude but um most of these i have kept the whole time because i heard like there are songs that i heard like the day after we recorded the one in november so i've been sitting on them dude sitting waiting well let's just you know what q let's just get this out of the way because i, I can't wait to tell you about it tstt.com you can get 15% off your entire order. Use no filler 15 as your promo code at checkout. Get yourself some tasty loose leaf tea. You, you can't go wrong. I mean, every every um, every uh, flavor is that, that's probably not that's probably not how they like to talk. About how about it. every blend? Every blend. They, too, there you go. Because it is a blend. Every blend of uh, Tiesta tea that I've tried has been amazing. It, it blows me away every time. Yeah, it's it's nice when we get a sponsor that we're actually stoked about. You know, it makes us really easy. Yeah, we used to rep. Well, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. Here. <laughs> Don't even say it, dude. There's no need to bring that into into this promo for Tiesta. You know, there were some, uh, you know, after hours. Yeah, uh, sponsors. We'll yeah. just put it that way. Now but... let's just talk about the only th- the only after hours that we're going to talk about now is that chamomile lavender tea. Mm. Now, have you tried it yet, dude? No, I haven't. Sorry. What are you waiting for, bro? <laughs> I, you know what? I don't want to say this, but I'm a coffee guy. Okay. No, I. Know, we all know that. I'm a coffee guy, so I don't drink tea 
Very often. You can't find room for one cup of delightful lavender chamomile tea. You know, One you, cup, dude. You know what? One cup. I'm going to go make some right after this episode. How about that? Good. You better, man. I'm going to hold you that's, to it. That's, that's an after hours tea, right? It's an after hours tea. Drink some. Get 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 relaxed, right? It, it really does help, dude. Helps you wind down. Oh, well, there you go. I'm gonna do it. It's it was my favorite of the of the dry flight, which we got the top sellers dry flight sampler dry flight. I think is what they call it. Yeah. yeah, they have quite a few different packs of these dry flights where they send you one ounce portions of you know a handful of their teas. You can just kind of try a bunch of them out at once. Yeah, and you know what? That's not that's not just some some special thing that they send to their to their affiliate peeps like us. You too can get the sampler dry flight pack. So go to tiestatea.com. Yeah, and you can get it for 15% off with the promo code NOFILLER15. There you go. And that's TSTT, my friend and my friends. A bold T for a bold U. All right, dude, we have decided that I get to kick us off for this new year. That's right, which means I have the the honor of being able to, to play the last song, which I always like doing that. You get to close us out, dude. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, let's just jump right into it, dude. This this episode has all what you heard. Uh, it's all about music, so let's just get right into it. It's all about the music, dude. And this band you're going to be familiar with because I actually brought a song of theirs to our favorites of 2021. So this is a band called Working Men's Club. Mm. And I brought a single of theirs called X last year uh, during our, our best of the year. Uh, this is one of my favorite bands that I've discovered in the last several months. And uh, the first song of theirs I heard was actually their debut single, which just came out in 2019. So these guys are have only been around for, for a couple of years, uh, at least as Working Men's Club. I don't know what other projects they were working on beforehand, but... So do you think that this is like a spiritual like successor to Men at Work? <laughs> no. <laughs> or uh, what was that one about hats? Men with working hats or something? <laughs> uh, a lot of people are yelling. No, men with hats? Safety it's not dance, men with dude. hats. Safety dance. Men without hats. Yeah, that's what it's called. Okay, yeah. Um, maybe, dude. Uh, honestly, they do kind of bring in some, um, you know, 70s. Some 80s. Uh, there's, there's a little bit of talking heads in this song, at least. Okay. So we're getting some, some 80s. So when you say talking heads, do you mean... David Byrne vocals or not so much the vocals, but more okay. of like the I guess like the choppy or like the the angular like strummy guitar. Okay, you'll see, dude. You'll see. So yeah, this is by far one of my favorite songs as of now, dude. I I love this song, dude. Here we go. This is again Working Men's Club. The song is called Bad Blood.
Dude, I'll tell you, I was getting beat it by Michael Jackson. What? Guitar-wise, the guitar. Oh, which was uh, Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, totally. And, and the beginning, with, with the way the guitar kind of enters itself in there. Yeah. But yeah, totally um, 80s uh, musically, but like, and maybe we, we, we probably touched on this when we discussed, what was it called? X, the song mm-hmm. th- that you brought. Yeah. Um, that like, it's seems to be with indie music there's artists like this who are doing this thing where it's kind of like 80s synth plus post-punk yeah you know what i mean it's like the two are kind of blending a little bit yeah it reminded me of that band i think i mentioned this last month reminds me of uh the faint they they were doing that back in the early o's so his voice dude i was getting some really strong like rick okasic vibes you know like the cars Mm, okay big time yeah with the for vocally, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I was trying to play and like it. some some strokesy kind of guitar lines. Yeah, and that's that's what I mean. So it's like it's it's this interesting mashup of of the '80s synth plus the post punk of the of the 2000s. Yeah, it's great. Um, dude. and other '80s type of element. And like you said, it's not entirely unique. There are bands that were doing it, like you said, the Faint. Yeah, but um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, man, I can't get enough of that song. So that's it, dude. That's all the picks we got for today. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> all right, man. So that's that was Working Men's Club. The song was called Bad Blood. I'm going to pass it on to you, dude. What did you got? All right, Q. So I am bringing a song from a band called Cloak Room. They are classified as shoegaze, space rock, doom metal, sludge metal. Now, we know better than that, Q. So that's, you know, if you really want to throw all those labels on them, you can. But we know we know better than that, dude. That's a mouthful, man. It's called Doomgaze. It's called Doomgaze. We know about this. We did a whole episode on it. And we didn't cover Cloakroom? I could have sworn I we did. I may have mentioned that. Oh, wait a second. Hang on a second, bro. This is it. This is the first time we were about to play the same artist. First time in the history of What You Hurts. Now, here's the thing, though. Are we going to play the same song? Because they've come out with three singles off this upcoming record i was gonna play lost meaning i've um, got another one that's fine dude and you know what i'm not i've already got you know i've got other songs in mind okay but yeah the, that song lost meaning of theirs hardy on my favorites of 2022 so we sorry we're we got excited but there, no that's that that hasn't happened yet surprisingly that's never happened we've never brought the same artist or song in what you heard yeah um so dude i actually saw a thread on the shoegaze subreddit and this guy or girl was specifically looking for i saw that too they said is i'm looking for stoner gaze does stoner gaze is stoner gaze a thing yeah that was like today top comment was cloakroom so there you go yeah man i love this stuff i haven't gotten i haven't listened to any of their old stuff but their singles that they've been releasing so far this year are fantastic well have you listened to all three of the singles yes okay well then you know this song oh no not all three i only listened to uh Lost Meaning and a Force at Play. I didn't know that there was another one. I'm bringing Force at Play. So this is not going to be a, a, a fresh reaction from Q, but, but yeah, here we go. We're going to play this great song by Cloakroom. This song is called A Force at Play.
crazy how how different that song is from the one i was going to bring lost meaning but i love it yeah well that's the funny thing like the way i described them if you've never heard them before i was like doom metal sludge metal shoegaze and if you hear that song there's no doom at all in that right no it's it it has elements of shoegaze but but yeah so the, the here here's the deal with this record it's called dissolution wave and it's a concept album. So it's telling a story. And so, you know, stories are going to have ups and downs and different moods and feelings and stuff, right? So right, right. Uh, whatever this song is about, it's called The Force at Play, like I said earlier, is, you know, something a little bit more airy and sort of like, you know, lighthearted, I guess. It, you know, more like sort of uplifting and, and, and whatnot, because that's at least the feeling I get from the song. So like... It's interesting. Here's the concept, right? So they're describing this LP as a space Western in which an act of theoretical physics, the dissolution wave, wipes out all of humanity's existing art and abstract thought. And the songs are written from the perspective of the album's protagonist, an asteroid miner who writes songs by night. That is a cool story. I would watch that fucking show, dude. Yeah. Or movie. Anyway, so um, the guitarist and vocalist Doyle Martin uh, basically said that um, this is how they were processing what was happening to artists and stuff like that, like over the last few years, like that they lost, you know, art, a lot of art and, and music and stuff like that has been lost, right? Yeah. And so, and then they also said that, you know, they lost a couple of close friends over the course of writing the record. So dreaming up another world felt easier to digest than the real nitty-gritty we're immersed in every day. So that's a quote from the vocalist and guitar player, Doyle Martin. So anyway, pretty interesting stuff, right? The record, again, is called Dissolution Wave, comes out at the end of this month. Now, are you familiar with any of their other stuff? Yeah, I've listened to... um, What other record have I listened to? They've been around for a while. Yeah, I've listened to Time Well. uh, And it's, it's, yeah, it's it's good stuff. It is kind of what you think of when you think of the term doom gaze like you know if you've listened to some doom gaze they fall right into that pocket his his vocals are kind of more shoegazy right but like you said the song that you were going to bring from this record lost meaning has a totally different vibe and is more more sludgy right sludgy and more like psych rock even yeah like with the with the guitar um solo and stuff that's in there yeah great stuff man i i i'm excited to hear the whole album when when does the album come out january 28th so nice. All right, Q. I'm gonna throw it back to you for your next pick. What you got for us? All right, dude. So, have you heard of a band called Longfish? I have not. They are considered one of the longest surviving emo bands. I'm just gonna leave it at that, dude. Okay, that's all I need to hear, actually. That's yeah. Uh, let's see. Their last album came out. I just want to see if they're still dropping. Okay. 2012. I guess maybe they're still around. You know what? I got to get to the real bottom of this, dude. I can't just rely on Spotify to tell me all the stuff about these artists, man. You really can't. Okay. They're still active, man. So they've been around since 88. That is second wave emo, I think. Yeah. Well, they're still still going strong. And uh, I'm bringing a song from their 1996 record, Sound in Time. 
one of the coolest uh, drum beats I've ever heard. All right, so again, this is Lungfish. This song is called Jonah. Yeah, so like, you know, on the emo spectrum, that's definitely more like true to the the origins of emo, which is out of like the post hardcore scene. That's more like punk. Yeah. Right? Which is like first wave emo. But then it's got that more like toned down on the on the distortion. The right? melodic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh I was just looking at their Wikipedia page. This is kind of cool. So I I brought a song from from these guys. I think it was our, it was our, um, God, I don't remember the, the, the Ethan Durrell. It was the Ethan Durrell episode where we had mm. Joel Fruth on. Um, and my, what you heard was this band called June of 44. I don't know if you remember that. Dude, I loved that song. But guess what, dude? June of 44 was formed out of ex members from Lungfish. And a few other bands. So there you go. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, that's a cool song, man. I really like that. I love the little, the ting, ting, ting. The, I, I love the thing he does on that ride symbol, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for, for little flourishes on the ride. Really cool drum beat. Flourishes on the ride. <laughs> um, and that, the, so that record came out in 96, huh? Yeah, it came out in 96. Um, I haven't really spent too much time on the record as a whole. 
But yeah, I love that song, man. I'm, I'm going to dive deep into Lungfish pretty soon here because I got a big catalog. Oh, yeah. Shuffle it. See what happens. Oh, I'm going to shuffle it deep, dude. So again, that was Jonah by Lungfish. And pass it back to you, brother. What you been hearing? All right, Q. Well, here is just another lo-fi bedroom pop artist. But this is like, you know how that... That term is kind of making a comeback, right? The bedroom pop artist. It seems like everybody's getting that label thrown on them. Yep. I would throw uh, Yacht Club under that umbrella, which is one of my favorite artists that I discovered from last year. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, dude. Well, as we talked about on our 200th episode, and I think we probably talked about it you know, in December when we were playing a bunch of these new bedroom pop artists, the term kind of goes back to like the 2010s, right? So like with the 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 blogosphere, the music blogosphere, right? Right. A lot of these little indie indie artists who literally would make an album in their bedroom, you know, so that that term started to get associated with like little indie bands that threw up a a Bandcamp page, you know, or a SoundCloud page. It was that easy to do. Yeah, exactly. Well, this guy, his name he goes by Alex G. He started putting out music around that time, 2010. Um, and I'm going to play a track off of his 2012 record called Trick. And uh, that's all you need to know, Q. Lo-fi bedroom pop. Here we go. This guy, again, his name is Alex G. At least that's what he goes by. And this song is called Forever. brought me back to like definitely farther back than 2012 that it took me but man that song just was very nostalgic for me for some reason really reminded me of i don't know like elliot smith like a lot of the stuff that i was listening to right out of high school yeah i know what you mean there there was a certain like 
style that I guess Death Cab for Cutie. You I mean like it yeah, yeah, didn't necessarily sure. sound like those bands, but yeah. But he he went in a lot of different places with it, which is what I liked. I like that opening guitar riff is almost kind of like a nineties a nineties uh not grunge, but like an, a nineties alt rock kind of vibe. Almost like presidents of the United States of America or something like that. Yeah, definitely. But then it shifts into like his his voice and then there's like this nice little There's a wind instrument in there. Yeah, there was like I don't know if it was a saxophone or something like that, but there was some sort of wind instrument, as you said. Yeah, that was cool. And then there was like a um in the background almost like a I don't think it was a banjo, but it had more of like a folky kind of country vibe to it. There was another guitar part that got added. I don't know if you picked up on that. So he was doing a lot of different things, which is kind of cool, you know. Very eclectic kind of indie indie song there. Yeah. But yeah, hard not to like that, right? Oh, kind of an earworm, dude. You know, That'll, that song will stick in your stick in your ear for a little bit. That was great, dude. So again, that, that guy, his name is Alex G. The record is called Trick. The song is called Forever. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back to you. What you got? All right, dude. Um, you know what I love about Bandcamp? Sometimes I think the artists can just make up whatever tags they want to throw at the bottom. Sometimes they're really like specific. And um, I think this will be a good, a good uh, follow-up to that song. So this is a band called Jurassic Shark. Not sure if they're, they're still active, but their last album came out back in 2018. I can't really find much about them, but... According to their Bandcamp page, they are bedroom rock. Here we go again, dude. Yeah, listen to this, dude. Post-casual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you know what? I think that sums it up pretty well, dude. Bedroom rock, post-cash, a little post-cash, yeah. But that post-cash uh, means that there, there was a cash, casual at some point, like a casual, are they saying maybe like post-light rock? Post-easy post easy listening, light rock. Know, well, let's see what you think, dude. See if you can slap a, a a label on him after after this song. So, I have to give him a shout out again. Anytime I find an artist on his Spotify playlist called the Yacht One Hundred, so I actually just mentioned him with the la- with the previous track, Yacht Club. Ryan Kaiser is his name. I, I've brought up his name so many times in the last year. Anyways, um, just a solid chunk of bedroom pop and this is another one of those great artists dude so here we go jurassic shark this is from an ep of theirs called blue school that came out in 2016 this song is called carver
Loved it. Had to let it play out, dude. I love that song. That's great. Yeah, I always like it when the vocalist is kind of like, like it's right under the surface kind of thing, like the neurotic, like... It's sporadic, man. Yeah, like, the voice is kind of cracking and stuff, and like... Yeah, and he just kind of, he loses it at yeah, the Yeah, exactly. I always like that, and that's, you know, we've talked about bands like Me Without You and and, and whatnot that, that do that really, really well, where it's like, it sounds like you're, you're, you're dealing with somebody that's like right on the edge, you know? This kind of remind me of that. I love how when he gets at his most like sporadic frustrated almost yeah frustrated so the lyrics are actually it actually turns at that point like at the beginning of the song he's kind of singing about you know I just want to be alone I want to be left alone I just want to be me just be alone and with myself and my thoughts kind of like you know feeling down and out feeling like he's on his own and then at that point he goes okay so I changed my mind I think I'm going to try and mend okay I changed my mind I think I want to be your friend so I love that. Like, you know, he turns a corner at the end. Well, yeah, but like the fact that in the lyrics he says, okay, I changed my mind like several times just kind of shows you like this guy's all over the place, right? Right. He can't decide where he's at on this, whatever it is he's talking about. I like that song, dude. That was great. I love that song. So again, that was Jurassic Shark. The song was called Carver. That was off of an EP of theirs called Blue School. And pass it back to you, dude. This is no filler, so... We have to play shoegaze, right? Straight shoegaze. We played some doom gaze earlier, but now we got to play some legit shoegaze. And I kid you not, dude, this is one of the prettiest shoegaze songs I've ever heard in my life. I like the sound of that, dude. And, you know, hat tip to the shoegaze subreddit. Because people do this all the time. They'll they'll post like their their top 10 or like, uh, you know, they'll chart it out and stuff like that. They'll show all the, you know, here's like the defining shoegaze records, blah, blah, blah. Somebody posted something along those lines. And, you know, I was scanning the record art and like it's the usual suspects, right? It's your My Bloody Valentine, your Slow Dive, yada, yada, right? This album art stood out to me because I'd never seen it before. So I looked them up. It's this band called Ariel, A-I-R-I-E-L. And I had never listened to them before they have been making music together since 1997 and this particular record they 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 put out this um this set of EPs between 2003 and 2004 called Winks and Kisses and they put out four there was Winks and Kisses Frosted Winks and Kisses Dizzy Melted and then Crackled and then they released it as a box set but each EP had four songs on it, right? This particular song is from Winks and Kisses Melted. Came out in 2004. What stood out to me about this song and what makes it so beautiful is the vocalist. And this is this is not a member of the band. They listed her on Spotify. Her name is Stella Tran. But her vocals remind me of... The kind of stuff that you'd hear on a Portishead record or something like that. Beth Gibbons, right? Nice. Very traditional sounding vocals. But anyway, just get ready, okay? I'm so ready. I had to sit down. I had to stand up and then <laughs> sit back down because I was already I was already seated, right? But when I heard the song for the first time, dude, it just it knocked me out, dude. So here we go. Enough talking. This song is called Firefly by Ariel featuring vocals by Stella Tran. Thank you. 
Beautiful. But yeah, like very sort of your classic shoegaze guitar in the beginning, right? Um, and the rest of their stuff is is more kind of classic shoegaze. But when they brought in Stella for this for this song, again, her name is Stella Tran. Like it just sort of elevates it, right? Yeah. So uh, apparently Stella Tran is a vocalist, obviously, <laughs> uh, known for her lyrical melodies and ethereal singing. She enjoys collaborations with friends. Notable artists such as Jeremy Wren of Ariel, Scott Cortez of Lovely's Crushing, which I think is another shoegaze band, and Alan Kingdom of the Sid Delays. Siddeleys. Something like that. Siddeleys. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is just a vocalist that that, um, that doesn't look like she's put out anything uh, independently, right? She just kind of collaborate. You know, if you sound like that, people are going to call you up. That song, I've been I've been listening to it ever since I first heard it because I just couldn't get it out of my head. And, it, you know, it's a pretty long song. It's a six-minute song, and it just kind of just goes on like that, you know. But it's just very – just kind of gliding, you know, floating. I like that, man. Really good stuff. Dude, I would say if, if you enjoyed that track, that reminded me a lot of our Duos and Dream Pop edition. Oh, yeah. What you heard? Remember when we managed to bring, like, 10 – really like ethereal really like floating on cloud nine kind of pretty songs like this that reminded me a lot of that duo uh insides remember i brought that song darling effect from them Mm -hmm. very similar vibes um really that whole episode of ours was in that pocket and we actually have it as a playlist i guess this is a good time to remind everyone and we need to update these playlists i don't know if we're caught up on this but we have all of our what you heards from last year as proper playlists on Spotify. So check that out. And I think I'm going to pull a 180, dude. Okay. Or pretty damn close to it. It's pretty easy to do a 180 from that, I think. So it's pretty easy. So this is a band that I first saw on KEXP, the live and studio performances that KEXP does. Uh, and they blew me away. They are fairly new as a group. They're all pretty young, too. So this is a band called Cuffed Up. I'm just going to let the music speak for itself. I'm just going to say right off the bat here, dude, really awesome, like, Kim Gordon vibes with the female singer in the group. Dude, you you don't need to say any more. Love what they're doing. Uh, This is from a little four-track EP of theirs that came out last year. It's called Asymmetry. This song is called Canaries.
I love it. <laughs> yeah, like she's channeling so many great female rockers from the past, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, his voice, he has like this Tom DeLonge draw. You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard some of that, but I was also thinking of Ben Gibbard of Death Cab too, a little bit. And I know you you mentioned Death Cab earlier, but like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the back and forth worked really, really well between their two vocals. Yeah, they're great. I love the buildup with her vocals, you know? Yeah. Yeah, solid. Uh, dude, and this is the kind of stuff that dude, gets gets me amped, man. This is it, dude. I just love hearing what, you know, what the new kids are making these days, man. Totally. You know? It always gives you hope, you know, that rock and roll That's right. will never die. We all know this. Anyways, dude, if you like that, they got more of it. It's just, it's only singles and EPs, so, so no full-length albums yet. Also... Check out their performance on KEXP. You can find it, the whole performance on YouTube. All right, so pass it on to you, brother. We're, we're rounding the corner. Just got three songs left, dude. What you got for me? Well, I'm going to disagree with the term, but this is another bedroom pop artist. But I just feel like that's, it's just lazy because like there's other ways to describe, especially this guy. So I would say, so, so his name is Heather. He goes by Heather, H-E-T-H-E-R. There's no A in that spelling of Heather. I'm going to say that this is more kind of psychedelic. And it's going to be, to me, I'm getting unknown mortal orchestra vibes. As far as like, not necessarily the the band, but the, the front man. Because, you know, I, I feel like with unknown mortal orchestra, it has just sort of turned into, or at least I associate it with the front man, Ruben Nielsen. And we've played some of their tracks before. I feel like we need to, at some point, do an episode on their debut record because I love that record, the self-titled record. This is more in the same vein of, like, to me at least, the later Unknown Mortal Orchestra stuff. But anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a warning cue. He starts the song with this... It, it sounds like a scream taken out of a horror movie. Okay, so it's a... Almost like a blood-curdling freaking... Jamie Lee Curtis, Scream Queen kind of stuff? Yes, the, the Scream Queen scream. So just fair warning, okay? I appreciate that, dude. You're welcome. Your ears will thank me. So again, this guy's name is Heather. This song is called Sticky Thumb. <laughs>
That was great, dude. Yeah, a lot going on, right? Good vibes. Good vibes. Except for the blood-curdling scream at the beginning. I thought it was going to go into the direction of, like, Black Moth Super Rainbow or, like, yeah. Tobacco. Dude, that's funny that you said that because that was another band that I thought of. It reminded me very much of um, what Chaz Bundick did with uh, the Matson 2. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, that was fantastic. Is the whole album like that? I haven't actually listened to any of it, dude. So I'm breaking some rules here, but I should I should dive in <laughs> a little bit more. But, um, yeah, so the guy's name is Paul Castelluzzo, and he came up with the, he, the, the name Heather. He was literally just watching the movie Heathers, that 80s uh, Winona Ryder film. And he said, All right, you know, I'm just going to call it Heather, and I'm going to sing like a girl. <laughs> um, and I thought this was kind of – he said that um, – he was going to pitch his voice up and make it make weird music. That's what he said. And then the label I was on was like, dude, you got to put your face on it and use your name, which I thought was fucking weird because That's weird. I'm glad he didn't do that. But like, that's a weird thing to say to an come artist. On. What are you talking about? Like Tame Impala is Tame Impala, you know, right. It's not Kevin Parker. What? Yeah. Who the fuck? Anyway, I'm glad that he didn't listen to those chumps. Right. So again, um, that, that, that song was called sticky thumb. It's off of his EP of the same name, Sticky Thumb. The artist, again, is named Heather. H-E-T-H-E-R. All right, Q, this is your last track. What do you got for us? All right, dude. I've got a really fun one for my last pick here. So not really familiar with this band too much, but actually I want to give a shout-out to Georgetown Records, which is a beloved record store here in Seattle, their Instagram feed is ridiculous. I think every day they do a, a now spinning or whatever. It's whatever uh, record he, he's spinning at the store. And the amount of uh, EPs that I've like tried to look up and find songs from to stream, the amount of albums that I can't find any information on is it's like the majority. It's a really obscure stuff. The most like rare, really obscure stuff at this at this record store. One of the albums that they had on there was from a group called The Gun Club, which is a post-punk band from the 80s. And now listen to this, dude. And this describes their sound perfectly. Tribal Psychobilly Blues. Psychobilly. Psychobilly. They're considered the initiators of the punk blues sound. Cowpunk. It's all one word. That is a subgenre of uh, punk rock. So it's like rockabilly kind of stuff, but but with more of a, a punk kick to it. Uh, you remember that band, The Soft Boys? Yeah. That album of theirs, um, A Can of Bees, one of my favorite records from that era and that like neo-psychedelia, new wave post-punk stuff. Similar vein. This song is fan-fucking-tastic, dude. I love it. This is again from an album of theirs from 81 called Fire of Love. The song is called Preaching the Blues. I 
blues was like a man. I was up this morning, blues was like a man. Worry blues, give me your right hand. Every time I'm a child, told me all upside down. Blues when I'm a child, told me all upside down. Trapped on old Jeffrey Lino, can't seem to turn him around. So preach blues. to like it what a fucking blast yeah man. dude <laughs> that is a blast what a blast psychobilly dude makes sense straight up cowpunk yeah <laughs> totally when did that record come out 1981 i believe oh man that's awesome so yeah dude um yeah more of that you know if you like that song that's that's the gun club dude the initiators of cowpunk just imagine seeing them dude back in the 80s i i know man must have been an absolute blast totally all right man let's wrap it up dude what's you, you got the last song to close us out what's it gonna be this is one of those bands dude that i i have to like wonder about like the universe and stuff like why <laughs> have i not heard and listened to these guys before right because they're such a they have such a legacy they sort of started and and um labels were in, were sort of uh invented to describe them apparently this group uh is the first artist to be dubbed post-rock so i'm talking about a band called stereo lab and i know q you and i were kind of messaging about this a little bit because um you had listened to some of their stuff and also a band called broadcast yes yeah i'm more familiar with broadcasts but yeah they they almost go hand in hand yeah and you're right because this is exactly how i he- heard about it I was reading, this is our last best of 2021 episode. You brought a, a song by the Sound Carriers. Yes. And I was just looking at their Spotify biography. And right there on the first the first line, it talks about how Sound Carriers would get compared to Stereo Lab and Broadcast. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of them. Let me, let, me, let me try it out. And I've been obsessed with Stereo Lab ever since. Awesome, dude. And I listened specifically a, a couple of... Um, couple of albums have really kind of jumped out at me um and like they've just been again dude obsessed is, is, is i'm not stretching when i say that 
that's kind of how it was for me when I first heard Sound Carriers. And it's similar vein, dude. There's something about that, like, 60s, like, posh, like, psych rock. Yeah, so the term that, that's thrown on Stereo Lab, at least, some of the terms, avant pop is, I think, a good a good word to use. Yeah, that's, that's it, man. But, uh, you know, this record in particular came out in 1999. I'm bringing a song from a record called Cobra and Phases Group Play Voltage in the Milky Night. Uh, art pop, psychedelic pop, and post-rock. So here's another thing that jumped out at me about their... Um, their legacy, uh, they're sort of credited for reviving the use of vintage analog instruments. And that plays a huge role in hypnagogic pop cue. So like, that's huge, right? The fact that they're sort of credited for reviving and using vintage equipment, analog equipment in their recording, like that goes on to influence. I mean, Tycho for sure. That Tycho, was right. Thing. And, and other bands like that, right? Chill wave stuff, right? Anyway, I'm going to play this track and, uh, dude, just think about like a lava lamp and like some, like a shag carpet or something, right? Perfect. I'm, I'm there, dude. I'm there. This song is called Op Hop Detonation. <laughs> dude i fucking love these guys so much man they perfected it man they were the first ones to do it and they passed the torch on to the sound carriers dude and they've been doing it since well before this record came this is their sixth studio record dude that what a sweet groove yeah dude and like 
the vocal harmonies. I love it, right? Yeah, man. That's what I love about Sound Carriers, honestly, is, yeah. is the vocals. Well, and the funny thing is like, I mean, would you say that Sound Carriers sound like this? Sound Carriers are a little bit more like true to the 60s psychedelic yeah. stuff. Yeah. These guys are a little bit more like experimental, it feels like. Yeah, and I think that, you know, the reason the post-rock label was, I guess, coined to describe this band is because it's psychedelic and, and, you know, poppy and stuff like that, but it's, it's bringing in like, you know, there's, there's horns and stuff like that. There's, there's, it's more jazz almost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, there's, there's somebody that plays a cornet on this particular track, which is a, a horn, apparently brass instrument, similar to a trumpet. But like, when you look at the musicians that are credited on this record in particular, there's brass, there's strings, there's, um, you know, like I said, there's a there's an organ, a harpsichord, clavinet, right? So, like, they're bringing in a bunch of different musicians, some of which are just members of the band, right? It's a pretty pretty big group. But uh, anyway, this record, I'm not going to say the name again, Cobra and Phases, I'll just call it that. And then this other record, Dots and Loops, the previous studio record. Dots and Loops I'm familiar with. I'm a big fan of that Dude, one. Dots and Loops is great. You know, I, I basically, leading up to this episode, I was juggling between like five different tracks as far as like which one i wanted to play um but yeah man just just great stuff stereo lab that's the name of the group if you liked that you will like a lot of what they do so that's that man that's how you end it that was a good start i think for you know our first what you heard of the year that's because we've been you know we've been saving this stuff up so i hope you enjoyed it that's our monthly mixtape for you uh q do we know what we're doing next week we talked about polaris Slash Miracle Legion. Talked about Polaris. We also talked about Ambulance LTD, but not on the record. I, I think I want to play that one still, dude. I want to do that. You want to talk about an obscure record? Yeah. Yeah. And and they, I think they broke up like pretty much right after this record. Not too long after. They, they were a very short-lived band. Ambulance LTD. This is an album of theirs. It's just called LP. And, you know, we're going to kind of step back from the 2010s. We've been hanging out in the in the dream pop resurgence, but I want to go back to 2004. This is just a, a, a album that's just dripping with nostalgia for me, dude. I listened to this album heavily in high school, and I think it's a really good follow-up to the kind of more um, melancholy, easy listening, if you will, I guess, of real estate. I think these, this will be a great follow-up record. And then we can go back to... Um, 2010s if you want or we can yeah if we do polaris i think that'd be that'd be a good way to to tie in the 90s alt sort of um lighter alt rock type stuff that real estate sort of pulled into their sound right well yeah all of these bands are heavily influenced by by that sound and plus dude that's a, that's a long time coming we we've been talking about oh we should talk about polaris we should do an do an episode on on polaris so yeah i think it's a good idea we can do Miracle Legion, uh, there's a record. I brought a song for a, a What You Heard. God, what was that record? And, and dude, I, I don't even care. We'll play that song again. The Backyard, 1984. So maybe we could do some stuff from The Backyard and then some stuff from The Adventures of Pink Pete soundtrack, which, of course, is Polaris. The same band. And then we can kind of get into that whole thing because that's an interesting story, dude. Let's just talk about Nickelodeon in general, dude. We could do an episode where we talk about... Because we were, we were messaging about this when you... We both have, have watched the documentary called um, The Orange Years. The Orange Years, yeah. And we both just agreed, like, dude, Nickelodeon was so pivotal in, like, 
our youth and like how appreciative dude we our generation should be about the thought and care and stuff that went into that network and the programming and stuff that they and we were at the perfect age dude for for the orange years yeah, dude and pete and pete it was one of the best shows dude so yeah that's gonna be fucking fun all right yeah, that sounds good dude but yeah so so next week we'll come at you with a band you've probably never heard of called ambulance ltd and uh my favorite album of theirs lp and uh we'll go from there dude so yeah as always give us a shout out on instagram you can find us there at no filler podcast send us a message let us know what you've been hurting and maybe we'll we'll play it as an outro song um for our what you heard episodes we always try to play a song from a listener if we can to to play us out on our what you heard episodes so again you can reach us at no filler podcast on instagram and you can also find us on the pantheon podcasts network the podcast network for music lovers you will find us and many other awesome music centered podcasts on the network you can actually follow pantheon podcasts in your podcast feed and it'll just play one after the other it's just kind of like a, a, a playlist of episodes from all the shows and so we'll we'll be in the mix so it's a great way to to discover new uh music heavy podcasts uh there's a lot of great a lot of great shows on the network so uh yeah we're proud to be part of it that's uh you can find us at pantheonpodcasts.com and uh as always we want to give a shout out to akg for supporting the network and the show and for tst as well Go to tstt.com, use the promo code NOFILLER15 to get 15% off your purchase. And speaking of fading out with a tune, the OG listener, really, of No Filler, our longtime very dear friend, Mr. Mitchell. Mitch for short. Mitchy, if if you're close. You may know his last name if you... You may, you may <laughs> know his last name, depending on if you heard that episode not only did we give out his last name we also gave out his middle name <laughs> but uh, i should remind people of that <laughs> he, he shared a song with me um a while back probably back in november that i've been sitting on and i thought it'd be a great way to to close this one out from a group that i'm not really familiar with i'm definitely going to dive a little bit deeper uh, this band called all them witches uh this is an album of theirs called sleeping through the war it's just a solid rock tune man Big fan of the song. We're going to fade out with uh, a song again by All Them Witches. The song is called Alabaster. And until next time, thank you as always for listening. My name's Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 